This episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. Listen, over the last weekend, I went to a family reunion. And unfortunately, that fell on that particular time of the month that all of the women know what I'm talking about. So I had an attitude. I wanted to eat everything. And I was in the South, which means I wanted to eat everything that was terrible for me. And overall, I just wasn't feeling it. I had a great time, just wasn't feeling like myself. Now it's easier to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the show code BLESSED at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLESSED for 15% off today. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny His way. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. Thank you so much to everybody who sent your congratulations to us. We are just extremely excited. So BJ and I just thank you for your prayers, for your well wishes on um, us growing our family. So let's get into today's episode. Y'all, if y'all can't tell in my voice right now, I am on such a high today. And it's so funny because I was like really dragging this morning. I've just been tired. I think like the third trimester just brings exhaustion and I've been really feeling it. But so this morning I woke up really tired, but um, I went into my prayer time. And so the way my schedule is now, I get up, um, get my husband out the house to like make breakfast, make sure his lunch is packed, all that stuff. And then I go and have my prayer time. And so I have bought these books. I told you guys I'm reading a book a month this year. So I bought two books actually for March. I finished my February book, but the two books that I bought for March actually go together. So I was like, oh, let me get this. They're written by the same person. And so I knew that these would be good to read at the same time because it's just an expansion on the information. And so I went to my prayer time. I made my, my little tea. I got my prayer journal. I grabbed these books and I went into the war room. And let me tell y'all something. I went there at 9 a.m. and I came out at like almost 11.45 and I came out on such a high. Like I had to text a few people because some things came up um, as it relates to those who are in my life and just some things that God shared with me to share with them. So I'm sending out all these text messages, but I came out of that thing. Like, I don't know if y'all have seen, there's like this meme where it's like before I go into prayer and it's like a small lion and it's like after prayer it come out it's this huge full grown lion. That's how I felt. And that's how I feel right now. And it's not that I went in there to go to war. Like I wasn't 
I spent most of the time quiet. Like the majority of that almost three hours wasn't me praying. I prayed for like the first maybe 10 minutes and then I opened up the books. And so the books that I read are always in alignment with things that God has revealed to me. Not things, not books that I necessarily pick, but if God is showing me that he's doing something in my life. So for example, we had the conversation on the show about going from entrepreneur to executive. And so God was really teaching me how to master the mundane. So that book, The Slight Edge, that's what it was really about. And so that book helped me a lot with that aspect. Now, there are other things that God is revealing to me as it relates to the mandate for Anchor Media and for what I'm going to do. And so I got books that were specific to that message. And honestly, with the things that he's calling me to do, I had this conversation with, I had like, a, I've had a few interviews over the last couple of weeks for like publications and things. And so I was doing this interview and an interviewer asked me just, what do you do when God is calling you to do something? And like, how do you do something that hasn't really been done before? Like, where do you go? How do you figure out how you're supposed to reach this goal or reach this huge promise when no one's ever done it before? And I love that question because it took me back to something that God was sharing with me while I was out of town um, last week and the week before where God was sharing with me about, I'm not sure if I said this on last week's, but if I, if I did forgive me for repeating, but God was speaking to me heavily about pioneering. And he was saying that the difference between a worldly pioneer is in a kingdom pioneer is who they're being led by. And with that, he was just showing me it's important for me as a kingdom pioneer to always be connected with him because he's going to reveal to me the direction that I need to take. He's going to show me where I need to go. It's not something I'm going to find at this level. It's not something that I'm going to find in another person in a coach or in um, any type of success story or celebrity or social influence or whatever, wherever people go to find inspiration or insight these days, I'm not going to be able to find those things yet. I may have been able to look to those resources in earlier stages. Like for example, when I was ready to leave my job, I hired a business coach. I was able to find natural resources in that area um, or in that season of my life. But for this season, for the level of glory that I'm going to, I've maxed out the capacity or I've maxed out the resources of what's available for me that's going to allow me to successfully navigate the level I am currently and where God is taking me. And the only way that I'm going to be able to truly successfully navigate what he has for me and pioneer effectively to the point where generations are going to be impacted by the, the kingdom of God, the word of God, the love of God, and not all of the bigotry and misogyny and racism and things that generations um, have been impacted by as far as our, you, the U.S. is concerned. In order for me to have the same level of generational impact, but for the kingdom, I need to be connected to God and what he's telling me to do. And so that's pretty much where I've been at. But that sounds good. And, and I'm telling y'all this for a reason. We're going to get to today's episode. But all of that sounds good. However, I wasn't necessarily sure how was that going to play out. And so I'm like, well, God, you mean to tell me you're going to tell me everything like how I, I just couldn't wrap my mind around it, around how this was going to really unfold and how he was going to show me all the details. Lo and behold, <laughs> okay, 
he used um, someone to share with me these two books. And this is why it's important to have people of faith around you. Um, and God sends me a lot of prophets. There are a lot of prophets in my life. And it's so funny because I didn't ask God to send me prophets, but he sends prophetic people into my life. He sends intercessors into my life. He always just knows, man, what I need. And he'll send them to me before I even realize I need them. But nevertheless, God has a lot of prophetic people in my life. So one of my sisters sent me these two books and she was like, hey, and I know she's spirit led. So I know whenever she suggests something to me, it's not just her thoughts, it's the Holy Spirit. And so she sent me these two books and immediately God was like, get them. I ordered them books right then and there and shout out to Amazon Prime because I had them things two days later. So, so today I decided to open them as a, um, as I was in my quiet time. So as I'm praying, as I'm reading these books that God told me to read, I'm sitting here with my notebook open. Cause I had a couple things I wanted to talk to God about. And I knocked those out within like the first 20 minutes of being in there and got my answers. But then like, I'm just sitting there with my notebook open and he just questions that I've had, but haven't even like written down to be like, oh, let me pray about this specifically yet. He just was giving me so much, so much clarity about what uh, my business Anchor Media is doing in the, the sphere, the platform, the mountain of influence of media and sharing with me just how to go about even hiring decisions and building my team and the training process that my team is going to have to go through in order to be able to understand this company. Because one thing that I have been struggling with is that I'm like, okay, God, or with people who are working with us is getting them to understand that you can be a business that is rooted in God without being overtly churchy. You just don't have to do that. Chick-fil-A, and I, I'm going to do a podcast on the book I read called The Chick-fil-A Principle that was written by their uh, chief marketing officer. But Chick-fil-A is a Christ-based company. They don't have scriptures on their chicken boxes and chicken sandwich bags and all of that. You know they're a Christ-based company, but they're not preaching to you. They do small things like if you go into a Chick-fil-A, I actually just realized this the other day because I don't usually sit in them. I usually go through the drive-thru. And so um, when me and my husband got back from out of town, we stopped at Chick-fil-A because, you know, you got to go to the Lord's house when we come back in town. <laughs> and so we stopped by Chick-fil-A. And we were in there and I was like bopping my head. I was like, is this gospel? It was instrumental music playing. And I was like, is this gospel? I started singing the song because I recognized it. He was like, yeah, you ain't no Chick-fil-A um, play gospel music. I said, I had no idea. I never realized that. But um, aside from, st from stuff like that, they're not overtly churchy. And even as I was reading a book, the CMO was saying that, one of their biggest ways that they stay or communicate the uh, love of God is their customer service, that people love their customer service is always may I serve you like, of course, there may be some bad apples in a bunch. But for the most part, everybody know Chick-fil-A has like great a customer service. And the reason why they were so intentional about that is because they wanted to show people the love of God when they came to it. Now, that doesn't mean they're not saying God bless you before you leave. They don't write scriptures on your uh, Polynesian sauce <laughs> like they just treat you with the love of God. And so when it came to my company, what I have been struggling with is getting whoever works with us to understand, like, listen, we don't have to be that churchy. What we do is going to impact the kingdom because of how we do it. 
because of the foundation of prayer, of fasting, of allowing the Holy Spirit to lead what we do. That's our foundation. That's who we are as a company. So that's going to come through as it relates to everything that we do, but our verbiage and our copy and our stuff like that, it doesn't have to be overtly churchy. And so I was a little bit frustrated um, with that because I'm like, why do I have to keep explaining this? Like, why aren't people understanding it? And so God was using even my prayer time today to show me just how to cultivate a team that understands that, that is moved by God, but at the same time as being effective, it's doing great business, you know, and not just using scripture as a, as an excuse to be a bad business person. And so he just was revealing so much to me, you guys, just so many questions that I had questions that I hadn't even really gotten around to answering. Um, and just giving me so much direction on how to build this business though, and, and how to take this business to what he has for me. And so as, as I was just on my high after this, and I'm texting some friends or whatever people that I was supposed to share things with, and then I have people that I'm just sharing like, yo, God really was showing out in my prayer time. Like, this is what happened. This is what he was sharing with me. And I'm just sharing my excitement. What it made me think about was a few years ago, I wouldn't have even been ready to receive what it is that God has been speaking to me about and the things that he's been leading me to do uh, over the last few weeks or the last couple of months, pretty much since 2020 started. I wouldn't have even been in a, a position to receive that. And I told y'all I've been doing a lot of interviews over the last couple of weeks and people always ask me about my faith at different levels. And different levels as far as like, where was my faith at this point of business? Where's my faith at that point of my entrepreneurial journey? And even with the questions and things that you guys send in, a lot of you guys are saying how much you love my passion for God and my excitement for God and, and the way that God uses me. And I appreciate that. But I want you guys to really understand that I wouldn't have gotten here without starting from getting saved, saved a few years back. And a lot of you guys, based off of the questions, and I'm actually, I'm going to ask a, answer a question in today's episode. A lot of you guys, based on the question, want to have that relationship with God. Like you want to maybe exude the level of passion that I do when talking about God and being on his high and having these experiences, these supernatural revelations that I talk about. And I share things that happen in my prayer time on purpose because I want you guys to just see what happens when you truly seek God and how he, how all things are added unto you. Remember we talked about Matthew 6, 33. I, I share this with you guys just to be an example of what God wants to do in your relationship. But what I'm realizing is a lot of people are maybe admiring where I am right now and wanting to get where I am right now. So much so to where you're losing your contentment um, with your current season or your what's the best way to say it? you're minimizing the minimizing the importance of where you are right now. This episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Listen, you guys, hiring is not easy. Hiring has been like on the top of my list 
for 2020 because a lot of the things that we're going to be expanding and doing, we need to just continue to expand our team in order to handle the way that the business is growing. But finding people just really isn't easy. There are a lot of people who are looking for jobs, but just making sure that with the opportunities that they're looking for, as well as the candidates that we're looking for properly aligns can be very difficult, especially as an entrepreneur who's growing your business and doesn't necessarily have a degree or a specialization in HR. But thanks to ZipRecruiter, hiring it can be easy and you only have to go to one place to get it done. ZipRecruiter.com slash blessed. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job sites, but they don't just stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and then invite them to apply for your job. ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Imagine that you guys putting out a job and getting a a quality candidate within the first day. And right now to try ZipRecruiter for free, my listeners can go to ZipRecruiter.com slash blessed. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash blessed. B-L-E-S-S-E-D. Again, ZipRecruiter.com slash blessed. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Let's get back to the show. And so for today's episode, we're going to talk about how to be content when you aren't where you want to be. And I'm going to talk about this from a faith-based perspective, not necessarily talking about business, but these all, all of these things um, really go together. But I want to talk to you guys about how to be content when you aren't where you want to be, because a lot of you guys aren't where you want to be. You may listen to me and the enemy will use my passion to fuel insecurity in you. And that ain't nothing but him trying to distort what God is trying to do through this platform. That's nothing but him trying to bring confusion to you and uncertainty to you. And I can tell that's what's happening because I ask God, always pray for this, this uh, community and the tribe that God has attached to me. And so God shows me a lot of the schemes of the enemy. And that's one of the things that he's trying to do with this platform. He has you guys listening to this and comparing your relationship with God with mine or comparing where you are in your business to uh, where I may talk about I am in my business and the, the, the platform that God has created to pour into you, to plant seeds, to water seeds. The enemy is now using as another means to bring confusion and insecurity to you. And I'm getting mad as I'm talking about it. So before we even get to the point, I bind that right now in the name of Jesus. I declare and decree right now that every word that is spoken by God through this platform is is landing on good soil. That any person that is under the sound of my voice will have ears to hear what God is saying. I rebuke the distortion of the enemy. I cancel any plans of the enemy to distort the messages that God uses through this platform to cause insecurity, confusion, or contention amongst his people. We cancel that, we bind it up and we send it back to the hell that it came from right now in the name of Jesus. And I declare and decree that you shall hear the purity of the message that God speaks, that you shall hear God 
God's voice and use it to water the seeds that he's already planted in you or use it to plant new seeds that he will use others to water. But I declare and decree right now that people shall see much fruit from everything that God speaks to them through this platform. And we again, we cancel the plans of the enemy in the name of Jesus. All right. Sorry, y'all. We had to take care of that right quick. Cause I'm like, hold on. This, this, this dude really think he about to play with this platform, man. Like, yeah, no, we not having that. We not having that. The devil gonna have to fight me for real. <laughs> he gonna have to square up cause I'm about sick and tired of him and his foolishness. But nevertheless, like we have the victory and that's why I just thank God for the way that he just continues to use this platform. And I thank God for the way that he continues to show me things because I really don't play when it comes to this platform and the souls that's attached to it. Like it's too much work to be done. Y'all got too much in you that needs to come out that I'm not, no, but all right, let's get back before I go on a whole little tangent. But nevertheless, again, the title of today's episode is how to be content when you aren't where you want to be. And I'm talking about this spiritually because like I said, a lot of you guys may feel or admire what you may hear through this show and it's causing insecurity in you or it's causing you to minimize what God is doing in this season of your life. And to be clear, when I say content, if you look up the definition of content, it means satisfied, a state of satisfaction, or another definition says in a state of peaceful happiness. So do not confuse content with stagnation. I'm not talking about how to be stagnant because that's not what we're doing. I'm talking about how to be content, how to be satisfied with where you are. And so the first step that I want to share with you guys in doing that is you have to eliminate the contingencies that you put on God. A lot of us put contingencies on God and we don't always realize it. And so that's why, again, I want to change your perspective on some things. Now, the definition of contingent means occurring or existing only if certain circumstances are the case. So when something is dependent on something, that's where the word contingent comes in. So a lot of us, we put contingencies on our relationship with God to where it's like, okay, God, well, I'm going to, I want to see my business be successful. So I'm going to pray every day then. And I don't think a lot of people do this intentionally, but I could tell just in conversations and the way um, a lot of people ask certain questions is, and is that there is some contingencies here when it comes to our relationship with God. And that's where instant gratification comes in as well, where it's like, okay, well, I didn't immediately get what I asked God for. So this isn't working. So I must be doing something different or Tatum must be doing something different because God is giving her the desires of her heart, but he ain't giving me what I'm asking him for. And so it breeds like a certain Uh, level of resentment within us. Sorry to interrupt guys. This episode is brought to you by Laurel Springs. If you're a parent, then you want to encourage your children to pursue their dreams and provide opportunities that gives them the best chance to succeed. I know for me, of course, this has been a huge topic for me, just the life that we want to set up for our son, the level of opportunities that we want to give him and just what we can do as parents to set him up for success when he gets older. And sometimes that means optimizing their routine, making it more flexible, more dynamic so that they have more time to focus on the things that they love. That's where Laurel Springs come in. Laurel Springs is an accredited online private school for students in kindergarten through 12th grade. 
Laurel Springs recognizes that each child is a unique individual with their own personal interests, special talents, and unique learning style. Their flexible learning program offers challenging and diverse elective courses. And Laurel Springs is accredited by the Western Association of Schools and Colleges and Advanced Ed, which means that their transcripts are recognized by colleges and cities worldwide. I personally love the flexibility of Laurel Springs schedule. Like if when I was in kindergarten through 12th grade, I know that myself along with my parents would have loved if I had a little bit more flexibility with my schedule that allowed me to not only pursue academic excellence, but still have the time to pursue the other things that I have going on. Register your child at laurelsprings.com slash blessed today and receive a waived registration fee. That's laurelsprings.com slash blessed for your waived registration fee. laurelsprings.com slash blessed. Let's get back to the show. This episode is also brought to you by BetterHelp. Is there something that interferes with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? As people of faith who are also looking to achieve entrepreneurial success, a lot of times there are so many things that we have to deal with personally as well as professionally. So it's important for us to have someone to talk to that's able to help us work through those emotions. BetterHelp Online Counseling is here for you. BetterHelp is the world's largest e-counseling platform. With my busy schedule, it's sometimes super hard to research and make appointments with in-person counselors. And then I find myself not even going in the first place because it's not offered at a level of convenience that fits my lifestyle and things that I have going on. But with BetterHelp, they will connect you with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It's super convenient, you guys. You can now get help on your own time and at your own pace. BetterHelp is available worldwide. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist. Anything that you share is confidential. You can start by communicating with your therapist in under 24 hours. Let me say that one more time. You can start communicating with your therapist in under 24 hours. So if there's something that you need help with right now, sign up for BetterHelp. And best of all, it's a truly affordable option. Blessed and Bossed Up listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code BLESSED. So why not get started today, you guys? Go to betterhelp.com slash blessed. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash blessed. Let's get back to the show. But in order for you to really be satisfied with what he's doing in your life right now, because everything has a season. The Bible tells us everything has a season. And one of the things that I'm cognizant of is as I grow and God elevates me and I reach different levels of achievement or whatever, that I don't romanticize it to where y'all feel like it was a walk in a park to get here because it wasn't. That's why I love this podcast because you could literally go back. I'll tell you where I was at at a certain point in my life and what episode to listen to, how I was struggling. I could tell you to listen to, if you go back in early 
2019 or all of 2018, that was a season I had to work extremely hard to be content with where I was. And you could listen to every podcast episode of those that year in a half time frame, and that's where I was at. But a lot of you guys or people will listen to you now and think that you ain't never been through nothing. And that's not the case. I know what I've been through. That's why that's what makes me that more grateful for God because I I know the the tears I've cried the way I've had to be crushed to produce an oil of this level and it wasn't easy but it, but it's all a part of the process of getting you to where you want to be. That's why you have to be satisfied right now and not try to play these games with God cuz a lot of us try to negotiate with him like well God, I know that you're telling me to spend more time with you so if you could just eliminate this 9 to 5 and let me be a full time entrepreneur, then I'll spend more time with you. That's a contingency. God doesn't have to do anything else for us. He literally sent his only son to die on a cross for our sins. And we got the nerve to be putting contingencies on if we're going to obey him or not, or if we're going to spend time with him or not. Like how, how dare we, you know what I mean? Like, who are we to think that God has to do anything else for us in order for us to do the things that he's asking us for do. That's, that's just a place that we have to first get ourselves out of and humble ourselves seriously. So in order for you to be satisfied with where you are, all of those contingencies that you have have to go. You have to be satisfied with just doing what God says. You have to be satisfied with meditating on the word day and night. You have to be satisfied with praying and fasting. You have to be satisfied with all of these biblical principles that you're applying to your life. Like it's okay. Like I think we all need to Take a deep breath or something and understand that it's okay to not be where you want to be. I was talking to my friend Tish the other day and she had said something that was a whole word. She always dropping gems and don't realize it. But she had said something like, yeah, who really wants to peak at 30? Because I forgot what we were talking about. I really do. I think, yeah, I forgot. I'm not even going to try to remember. But she had said, "Um, yeah, I'm really not trying to peak at 30. And I was like, man, that's a word. Who really wants to peak at 30? Who really wants to have it all figured out at 35, at 25, at 20, at 28? Like, who really wants to peak at that age? What you finna do for the rest of your life? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, what are we really about to do for prayerfully the next 90 or so years? Like, what are we really finna do if we peaked right now? It's not about having it all figured out. It's about just simply... Um, trusting that God knows what he's doing and surrendering yourself to his process and his timing. And that goes back to our episode a few weeks ago. So I'm not going to go too deep into that. But number one, to being content and satisfied when you aren't where you want to be is to eliminate the contingencies that you put on God. And then number two is you have to, to see it differently. You have to change your perspective of where you are right now. And change it as like, as, and not allow the lack of whatever you're believing in God for to make you unappreciative of what he's doing right now. You have to see this season as necessary and not as an inconvenience. Again, see this season as necessary and not as an inconvenience. My whole, I told y'all my whole reason for being on a spiritual high But when I got to, just as I was thinking about it, 
the reason why I wanted to do this episode on this is I could not even have handled what God is revealing to me back when I got saved, saved. I couldn't have handled it in 2017. I couldn't have handled it in 2018. And I couldn't have handled it in 2019. I'm just getting on board with being able to handle it right now. And the reason why he's revealing it to me right now is because I am ready. But prior to, I was not ready for it. And I'm so glad he didn't show it to me because I would have ran from it. It would have been too much. The thought of it now sometimes is like, God, what you got for me is a little bit much. I don't want all of this. But nevertheless, like at this point, I'm I'm deep in. I've been told you, God, that I was going to live my life for you. So that's just where we at. So yeah, it's, it's a lot. But that's all the more reason why I got to do it with you because I have no clue how I would be able to do this without you. But me years ago, I would have been like, oh, heck no. I'm good, love, enjoy. I wouldn't have been able to handle it. And there are things that even um, like the enemy may throw my way that I laugh at. I'm like, really? That's all you got? That's a cheap shot. That's really a cheap shot. And I'll text people like, yo, the enemy is trying me, but it's laughable because he thinks that I'm like, I'm not soft, bro. I know all the tools to defeat you. And I already have the victory. If you want to fight me, let's go. And But it's that attitude that was bred in those seasons of not being where I want to be. It's that that fearlessness, that confidence, the passion that you hear was um, cultivated. It was grown within that season of the waiting season, the preparation season and, and not being where I wanted to be. God had a purpose for that process. The pruning process is so necessary. But so many times we often look at what we lack as opposed to what we have, which is God's divine protection and his, his love. We have his guidance. We have so much in this space, even if, if you don't have the things that you say that you want. So again, you guys, you to, in order to truly be content where you are is you have to see it as necessary and not as an inconvenience. You're not inconveniencing um, yourself by, by surrendering to God, by giving your body to God. But you're not missing out on anything. And the enemy will love to to bring that level of confusion. That's why we had to have the episode about he walks around like a roaring lion. He's loud. But you have to be sober and be vigilant to see what it is that he's doing. And I'm glad that God is using this show as a way to expose a lot of things that he's doing. But again, you guys, you have to have a perspective change. You have to have a respective change, a perspective change, excuse me. There is fullness of joy in God's presence. There is so much to be had in this season. There's so much to learn in this season, but we're missing out because we're so focused on the fact that, oh, I don't have this level of passion or I'm not here in my business. I'm not here in my walk with God. I'm not married yet. I don't have children yet. I wanted to do this by 30. No, we're imposing our timelines on God and we're getting upset when we don't see it. We're imposing our definitions of success on God and then getting upset when we don't see it, when we want to see it. And that's just simply not how this works. And it's robbing you from what he's trying to teach you in this season right now. And so this week, I want you guys to practice like looking on the bright side, <laughs> practice hope, practice instead of being frustrated or feeling inconvenienced by the season that you're in, looking at it as something that's necessary for where you're trying to go. If it wasn't necessary, God wouldn't have you there. 
Everything that I've been through up until this point in my life was necessary to get me here. And there are other things that I, I'm going through right now that are necessary and adjustments that, that God has me making that are necessary to take me to where I'm going. And that brings me to my final point of understand that even after you arrive, air quotes, the process still isn't over. I remember, I don't know if I said it on the show or maybe in conversation, but God has given me so much, so many of the desires of my heart right now with the baby, with the business thriving, with um, having a healthy marriage. Like there are so many things that a few years ago when I got saved, saved, I was really believing in God for self-employment. Like all of these things, those were the, the big goals that I had. And so now God has blessed me with all of those things. And I don't know, for whatever reason, I didn't think past that, if that makes sense. Like, I think the only thing past that I thought was, oh, I want to be a millionaire before 30. But other than that, I don't think that I thought much past it. And so much of my life and my happiness or lack thereof was contingent upon those desires of my heart. And so now that I have those things, I'm like, wow. And God is revealing to me just more and more about what he has for me. I'm like, wow, there's so much farther to go. And I came across that scripture. I say all the time now, if we go from glory to glory, and I'm really understanding what that means. And I think if I would have understood that when I was first building my relationship with God and just first learning what living this life was all about, it would have made it much easier because there's so much farther to go than what your mind is able to conceive uh, right now or conceptualize right now. The Bible says that he will do exceedingly and abundantly above anything that we could ask for or think. So that means whatever you're tripping over right now, whatever's keeping you stuck and anxious and upset, it's small change to God. It's little. He will do above that. So why are we even finding ourselves um, allowing that to, to make us anxious or dissatisfied with where we are. No, there's so much farther to go. And the process is always going to be a process. It may look different. Like my process now looks a lot different than it did over the last few years. When I got from when I got saved, saved till today, my process a lot was looked a lot like, um, God pruning me of the things that weren't like him, dealing with a lot of generational things that was on my bloodline, learning how to truly um, live for him. So breaking a lot of my bad habits, getting me and keeping me a lot of the sin that I was in earlier on. And it was a lot of that just molding Tatum to be the woman of God that he called me to be. And so now that I live a righteous lifestyle, I'm not saying that I'm perfect, but I live a life that's pleasing to God. And so because I live a righteous lifestyle now, there's still so much more that he needs to do now. And this process looks different to prepare me for who the, the next level of who he called me to be. So now it's not really about the Christian handbook anymore. Now it's about dying empty, if that makes sense, right? Now it's about making sure that I fulfill what he put me on this earth to fulfill. And I do it with integrity, that I do it with, um, that I do it with a level of love and respect and responsibility 
um, with my calling. And so that's a process as well. And I didn't really realize that there was another process after I got out of the waiting season. And so I wanted to articulate that to you guys because there are a lot of you who are dissatisfied with where you are, but I want to change your perspective for you to understand that where you are is necessary for what God has for you is not an inconvenience. Um, and that even when this part, this season is over, there's still going to be another season that's going to have another process in and of its own. So just (laughs) get used to it in a sense. Um, but also just trust God that he is going to give you everything that you need in order to successfully maneuver through every season. So before we answer this question, let's do a quick recap on how to be content, aka satisfied when you want where you want to be. And number one, eliminate the contingencies that you put on God. See it as necessary and not an inconvenience. That was number two. And then number three, understand that even after you arrive, the process isn't over. I hope that helped any of you guys who may be kind of struggling with where God has you right now, like just keep fighting a good fight of faith and don't grow weary in doing the right thing. Okay. Because God's promises will come to pass and everything that you're going through right now is simply to prepare you for what he has for you. All right, let's answer a question. If you would like to submit a question to be answered on the show, email your girl Tatum at TatumTamia.com. Put podcast question in a subject line so that we can store it in its proper place and we could be able to find it when it's time to do the show. All questions are answered anonymously. Okay, this question says, I've been listening to your podcast for some time now and I just wanted to let you know I love the relationship that you have with God and how much he uses you. I'm on a journey to obtain a closer bond with God and your podcast directs me in a good direction. I just wanted to contact you and ask a question regarding your previous podcast, which was how to accept God's timing over your own. In this episode, you talked about the human nature of wanting instant gratification, especially when requesting things from him. Although I have my wants and I speak to him about Wait, although I have my wants that I speak with him about, I am in a pursuit of pursuing him by instilling him in my day to day life and giving him two days out of my week to just completely dedicate to learn of his word and wishes and ideals. I want to ask that with such a pursuit and a desire to know him, how can I refrain from wanting instant gratification from that? I feel like with all of this pursuing as of right now, I'm not getting too much in return as if I'm not doing enough or hearing him clearly. In the meantime, I'm still perfecting what's on my plate now, but I'm eager to hear good job, keep up the good work or keep pressing. I feel as if he answers me more loudly when I'm asking him of something, but right now I'm only asking of him Oh, right now I'm only asking of him and I'm hearing crickets. I just want to know how should I deal with this want of instant gratification? I'm pleased to be serving him and gaining all his knowledge and new love, but I just want to know if I'm pleasing him. So one of the questions within this question, you asked, how do I refrain from wanting instant gratification? And I believe that it's not necessarily a question of refraining from instant gratification, but more so of what changing your perspective of what is gratifying, 
right? So if it is gratifying for you to please God, then doing the things that are pleasing to him, like reading his words, spending time with him, praying, living a life that's righteous, obeying what he say, all of these things, then you should get that instant gratification because those things are pleasing to God. Remember in that instant gratification episode, I talked about how instant gratification needs to be denied when it is going against the word of God. So make that distinction from what we were talking about then. We were talking about instant gratification keeping you from God, not necessarily instant gratification drawing you to him. So if you're seeing your desire for instant gratification in this instance as a problem, then that's why I would question, what do you define as gratifying? Are you defining immediate answers to your questions as gratifying, as opposed to being content with spending time with him and being content with learning his word? Because then that's a different conversation. But um, I would, my question back to you after reading this is like, well, where's the disconnect? Why aren't you satisfied with the fact that you're growing in your relationship with God? You, you know that I I really believe that, you know, that the things that you're doing are pleasing to God. So how is confusion seeping in that's making you feel like somehow that isn't, if that makes sense. So if I were you, I would really evaluate that. Um, and that's something that I would take to prayer. Like, God, why do I feel like I need to be doing more or I'm doing this wrong? Cause I believe you say something similar to that. Like ask God, God, show me why I feel like I'm doing this wrong. And he'll begin to show you maybe the ways that the enemy is kind of winning a little bit. Maybe it's some ideals that um, maybe some religious structures that you may be familiar with that you kind of have to back away from in order to truly build that relationship that you're looking for. Um, But spend some time really asking him those things, right? I don't know because I'm not God and um, I only know what you put in the question, but this would prompt me if I was in your shoes to sit down and, and evaluate how you're responding to your desire to grow closer to God. And that's something that I do all the time. And that's something that I did um, the other day or last week's episode, I think, where I was talking about how I had to sit down with God to figure out where was the disconnect? Because the things that I thought I was supposed to be doing were causing me stress and God had to reveal to me where I was getting things wrong. So I would tell you to do the same thing, like sit down, like God, I'm doing the things that I know to do that I'm supposed to do. Where is the disconnect at that's keeping me from feeling satisfied with doing these things? Because intellectually, like I said, I believe that you know that the things that you're doing are pleasing to God, but there's a disconnect there. Maybe it's you said that you spend two days a week um, dedicating uh, dedicating your day solely to growing in him. And my question for that would be, what does that look like? Are those the only two days that you spend with God? If so, that might be. Part of the the disconnect, um, the Bible tells us to meditate on the word day and night. And so that's something that we need to be doing twice a day and not necessarily twice a week. But if it's like you're just saying, okay, two days a week is when I spend extended time, then that I more so understand. But you didn't clarify, so I'm not sure. 
Um, but yeah, my advice to you would be to really sit down with God and ask him to reveal to you where the disconnect is and tell him like, God, I have a desire to please you. I want to know that I'm doing good. I want you to say, well done. I want to hear, keep up the good work. So because I'm not hearing it, am I missing it? Am I not, am I doing something wrong? Like, what is it? I would take this exact same question to God and, and really ask him to reveal what's going on because only he knows, right? He knows every hair on your head. He knows all the stuff, all the things there is to know about you. So my advice to you would just be to do that. Um, and then let me know how it goes. I do believe that when you do that, he'll begin to show you where the disconnect is and you'll be able to make those adjustments. But shout out to you for having that heart to be like, you know what, God, the, I'm, I'm going to start doing the things to get closer to you as opposed to just talking about it. I'm going to read the word. I'm going to do these things. I'm going to spend this extended time, if that's what you meant, on these two days to um, dive deeper into the word and, and all of that stuff. So, yeah, do that. Let me know how it goes. And um, God bless you. I'm excited to see how he molds you and things after you have this conversation and you continue to grow in him. All right, you guys, that wraps up another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. I will talk to you guys next week.